This is not a warning. This is not an order to stay away. This is simply a, a might night, a supernova red flare, a hand race to say only, hello, we are here. Are you alone? I suppose you are. We were alone when we heard the call too. You will pass the red line shortly. It will be impossible to steer your vessel out of the vortex that is the remains of this star. But if you are alone in the same way we were, then you do not care. Good. Come. Stay. I will show you the path we traced, although it is no con. I will take your hand and guide your steps. You are not alone anymore. You called, Doctor? Yes, sir. The sensor is detecting an object on a collision vector with the ship. Do we know what it is? That's the thing, sir. It's really strange. What the hell is it, Tarasova? It's a person. That ain't possible. The sensor could be wrong, I suppose, but it's too small to be the type of debris found around here, or any kind of vessel. All right. I'll send von Vizen out. You and Dr. Cheparina go wait by the airlock. Oh, God. Well, screw me. Are they conscious? Doesn't seem like it. Cheparina, check their pulse. Von Vizen, you're shaking like mad. What's wrong? This person, sir, I, I don't know how to explain it, but there's something very wrong with them. They're unconscious, and we found them floating around in space. There's your explanation. No, sir, I mean they, they feel dangerous. What the hell are you talking about? Sir, they're alive, but their pulse is slow and really weak. Take them to the infirmary. Wait, wait, sir, you said it yourself. We... Found them just floating in space without the vessel anywhere near. That's. that's just strange. And what do you suggest? Kicking them back out the airlock? Uh, well, it's an option. Oh. oh. <laughs> Von Vizen, if you ever suggest me something as brain dead as that, Ever again, I'll beat you up so bad, you'll be classified as space garbage. Cheparina, take them to the infirmary. 
Their heartbeat just stopped. I... I'm sorry. So, trust me. This is for the best. Don't you... (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you say they were dead? Sir, I swear, it stopped. All right. It doesn't matter. Just take them to the infirmary. No, no, no. Cheparina, what the hell are you doing? Oh, oh God. I'm so sorry, sir. I I, I can't. How can everyone on this fucking ship be so... I'll take them, sir. Now that's more like it. Thank you, Tarasova. And as for the two of you... As I carried them to the infirmary, we looked at each other, two castaways in spacesuits. Their eyes had locked on me when they awoke and had not moved. They fought to breathe, like traumatized, drowned lungs learning to process air again. I fought to breathe like the air had been knocked out of me. Nobody had ever looked at me that way, and it was intoxicating. One hundred twenty-five beats per minute, and you're burning up. When was the last time you drank something? I... I'm not sure. You're dehydrated. I'm going to connect you to an IV drip now, okay? They're coming for me. Doctor, they're coming for me. Who's coming? Please, don't leave me alone. I'll be here to get you stable for a little while, so don't... don't worry. They want me out. Don't let them kick me out. Who's going to kick you? Oh. They're coming now. No, they're probably still at the airport. Tarasova, open up. Please, don't leave me alone. How did you... Tarasova! Coming. Are they conscious? Barely. That'll do. Get out. Sir, you're not going to get much out of them in this state. Don't question your commander. Just go. I, uh... Yes, sir. No, no! Don't go, please! Hey, look at me. What's your name? Call her back. Let her stay. I don't have time for this. Tell me your name. I'm not speaking unless she's with me. Listen here! Tarasova, come back here. Yes, ma'am? Talk. My name is Varvara. And how the hell did you end up on my ship? I don't know. I, I don't remember much. I think I was on another spaceship before you found me. But everything else, how I got to that ship or why I was floating near yours, it's, it's all fuzzy. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. Tell me the truth. That's the truth. My memory is very blurry. Then think it over again and stop wasting my time. I don't remember. Sir, they're severely dehydrated and we don't know how long they've spent out in the void. I don't remember asking for your opinion, Teresova, so shove it. Don't talk to her like that. Excuse me? 
I said, don't talk to her like that. That gun in your back pocket gives you no right to disrespect. How did they... Sir, please. They're extremely weak. That That is true, Commander. Please, let's just leave it for today. Don't think I'm letting you off easy, kid. If you're not talking tomorrow, I might have to remind you whose ship this is. Shepherd, let's go. Do not take your eyes off of them. Yes, ma'am. Why did you leave? I asked you not to. I couldn't reject a direct order from my superior. How do you know about Ozerov's gun? I saw it. He never turned around. He could not have seen it. Or I guessed it. I'm not sure anymore. What does that mean? I made good in Dr. Chaparino's order that night. I didn't take my eyes off of them. I couldn't. There was something bigger than life to them. Like they were holding the expanding confines of the universe in the spaces between their atoms. Maybe that was what Von Vizen and Chaparina saw. And maybe I should have been scared too. Maybe I was. But they were scared like a feral animal. I was scared like looking down from a sheer drop into the water just before jumping. Varvara. Varvara. Oh, good morning. Sit up slowly, like so. Here's your breakfast. Thank you. Ration 18, Alexandra Tarasova. Wait, is this yours? Yes. Oh, I can't take it then. No, you need to eat. And we will only be sharing rations for now. You sure? Positive. Well, thank you then, Sasha. Can I call you Sasha? Alexandra's too long. Oh, yes, I suppose. Anyway, uh, today I would like to run some tests to check your overall health, as well as what effects Kepler 254's radiation might have had on you. That's what we are here to investigate, after all. That sounds an awful lot like your superiors are letting you use me as a guinea pig. My superiors actually gave me no instructions for today, so I am... improvising. Oh, so I'm your own little lab rat. Well, thank you, but I refuse. What? Of course not. I won't be checking your responses to anything, just the state of your body. I don't want to be poked and prodded, Doctor. Look, Ozerab is already on it about your presence. If I can prove to him that you're being cooperative, he'll be more reasonable. And these tests are not unpleasant, I promise. <sighs> Do you pinky promise? 
Oh, um, yes? <sighs> then, okay, mad scientist. Do with me what you will. Thank you. Now, if you'll follow me. Sit down on that chair over there. Wow, you've got yourself quite the playground here, Doctor. Yes, well, Command does invest a lot in their clandestine missions. Clandestine mission? Is that what this is? Quite. Deep space travel to research radiation is not the news the state would like to have go international right at this moment. What moment is that? What year is it, back on Earth? 1972. Why? No, that can't be. I remember it being 1960 when I... when we... So you do remember something from before? I'm not sure. What's that? It's the dosimeter. I must have turned it on by accident. But why does it say something on there? The hull is intact. It shouldn't be detecting the stars emissions. And I threw away the suit and washed them in can. Barbara, this couldn't be your doing, now could it? Um... Tim Lincoln? Varvara? I think it might be. I need to go. Wait, no! Sasha! Sasha, please wait! It's dangerous to be around you unprotected. Let me leave. Please don't tell your commander. I have to! Do you even know the sort of danger I would be putting the crew and myself into if I just hid this? He'll kill me, Sasha. Or perhaps not. If I tell the commander, I can reason with him and protect all of us. Like he's going to listen. Well, what else could we do? We could... We could pretend I've got some kind of illness. And I need to be quarantined. That way, nobody will be around me. Not without protection, at least. What illness? We found you in space. I... Come from somewhere else, though. I could have caught it there, and you found out because you were running some tests. I... Tarasola? Sasha, please. Put on this mask and stay here. Good morning, ma'am. Is the newcomer in there? Yes, ma'am, but... Good. I'll take them to Ozerov. He wants to talk to them again. Wait. You. Come with me. I can't. They've got a cold, ma'am. I found out this morning while doing a checkup. Nothing dangerous, but it could cause significant problems if it were to spread. I think it might be best for Sasha and I to stay quarantined. Yes, I... Suppose it must. I'll send a memo to the rest of the crew to come and get tested as well. Of course, ma'am. Thank you. Don't thank me. Earlier you said you remembered something from before. If I'm going to be doing this for you, I need to know. It could be relevant to your condition. I wasn't lying to your commander yesterday. 
It is all a bit fuzzy. But I do remember that I was a pilot in the army. When we started racing the Americans, I joined an astronaut training program. Then I was sent on a clandestine mission too, to orbit around this very star. It was called Mission Lavushka. Wait, we're not the first ones to research Kepler 254? You didn't know? We weren't told anything of the sort, just that the star had gone supernova very recently. Well, I don't know what Kepler 254 was when we arrived. I just know we were stationed here for a long time where nothing much happened. Then something. Somebody began to act strange. And then... And then what? I think they killed themselves. Oh. After that, everything is a jumble. I remember sending thousands of SOS messages, more death, a fight, gunshots, it's all fuzzy. I ended up alone, I know that much. There was a flash then, and everything became red, then black, but a luminous black, a black that glowed and glowed. The next thing I remember is waking up here. Jesus. Yeah. Do you think your commander knows anything about all this? No, I don't believe so. He would have handled you differently. You said it was 1960 when you left Earth. Yeah. And between the journey up here and the time we spent stationed, I'm guessing my last memories must be of around 1964? That leaves approximately a seven-year blank. If anything else at all comes back to you, you must tell me. Especially something about that seven-year period. Of course. I'll go get a hazmat suit. Then we'll begin the tests. Aye, aye. ourselves opposite lab and I performed every test I could think of with every piece of equipment I had available. All results pointed to the same conclusion. Barbara was emitting radiation. I was fascinated. You see, a radiation does things to the human body one can't imagine. It breaks down the cells. It splits the veins open, floods the inside of the body with blood, burns the skin above. It utterly destroys any living thing. But not Farfara. You can understand, then, why I became obsessed. Why I barely came out of the lab, even though I knew the suit was doing little to lessen the damage. Why I watched them sleep, even when they were stable. And all that time spent together added another layer to my obsession. We'd taken a liking to each other.
alles. Dumpf. Are these spit samples really necessary? Absolutely. Why? They can offer valuable information on how your radiation emissions are affecting your organs. How so? It's complicated. Do you even know? I've never encountered a case like yours. I am doing a little bit of trial and error. I see. Okay, this is all done. Now we just have to wait and see the results. Wait for what? If you must know, this liquid I poured over the sample should turn blue if your saliva does contain radiation particles. But it takes some time to react. See, that wasn't so hard to explain, was it? You are a terrible lab partner. That's because I'm not your partner. I'm your subject. Well, my usual subjects are celestial bodies. Not half of her talks back. So you understand I'm not used to this attitude. And your lab partners? Do you gag them when you're at work? I mostly keep to myself. You seem like the type. Do you have a husband, Sasha? What? Why the question? Curiosity. Well, I don't have a husband, nor a partner. Your boyfriends talked back too much? Mostly it was that I didn't speak enough. But I don't want a husband either way. Uh, I found I'm better at being by myself. So what exactly is a supernova? Hmm? The other day, you said Kepler-254 went supernova. What does that mean? Oh, um, it's... Complicated. Yes. Well, perhaps not so much. Care to elaborate? Well, a supernova is not a kind of star, but a stellar explosion. It happens when a star has reached the end of its life. But it has become so big, its core can't burn with enough intensity to sustain the star's size. It collapses into a black hole, or in Kepler 254's case, a neutron star, which is an extremely hot and magnetic celestial body comprised mainly of neutrons. Neutron stars have only ever been observed from Earth, and it was theorized that they were a very potent source of gamma ray radiation, and thus energy. So when Kepler 254 exploded, we seized the chance to investigate it, since the constellation is relatively close to Earth. That's actually very interesting. So, gamma rays, is that what I'm emitting? Precisely. As far as my research into the star has gone, it seems your body is behaving just like it, which should be absolutely impossible, and yet it is. You're, you're as close to a miracle as I have encountered. Jesus. I'm afraid this is not the sort of miracle he performs. <laughs> oh, you can be funny sometimes. Whoever told you you were better off alone? Oh, um, nobody. It was a conclusion I reached on my own. Well, it ain't true. It's been perfect true for 37 years now. How do you know if you've never been anything other than alone? Um... Listen, you are incredibly smart. You're making up experiments on the fly for a scientific phenomenon that's never been seen before, and you're able to explain it to me. And you're kind, risking this much for me. Oh, 
I, I, I don't know. I'm not so sure about any of that. I am. Thank you, then, I suppose. Don't think a book for explaining the law of gravity. Okay. I believe we should have the results by now. It was the first time anybody had ever spoken of me like that. Their perception felt alien on me, like a dress that I would never wear. Although if Varvara truly meant it, then there must be some inkling of truth to it. So I let myself believe it, at least a bit. And the following days, I didn't see Ozerov or Tipperina much, only in passing, only to be given brief orders or tell them about Varvara's state. They may have been planning something, but it soon wouldn't matter. Off on Vizen, I only knew through station memos, since I didn't see him at all. Perhaps I should have suspected. Damn it, come on, Demir, you can do this, just do this, and it's all over. <laughs> Jesus, just standing next to it feels sickening. Look at it, pretending to sleep, pretending to dream, but you can't fool me. I know exactly what you are, and I'm gonna cut you right open to see. <laughs> I bet you won't even bleed. And I'll show them, I'll show the commander, I'll show everyone. <laughs> what? Ain't no rest for the wicked. <laughs> Lieutenant, monsters don't bleed. Oh god, it's glowing. What the fuck? What the back? Oh. Put down that knife, Lieutenant. It's painfully useless. I'm serious. I'll call the commander. I'm afraid he can't do anything against me. None of you can. A bullet doesn't wound a planet. A knife doesn't rip through a black hole. The battle against the universe is in Ouroboros. You cannot destroy what you inhabit. What the hell are you talking about? Back off. Let go of the knife, Lieutenant. You will only hurt yourself. Commander! Commander! Oh, no, Commander! 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 Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Barbara, I heard a noise. What? A visit? Barbara, what happened? He tried to hurt me, so I, I made him stop. What? How? I burst. What is that? Wait. It was Mr. Scott, fried him. And so was everything else. You, you atomic bombed Von Vezin and everything around him. Von Vezin, oh God, was Fenster covered in burns. Oh God. You're going to die. The commander is going to find us and kill us both. You for killing Von Vezin and me for being an accomplice. Jesus, how was I so stupid? He can't prove anything if he doesn't see the body. What? No. Enough secrets. Sasha, it's either this or certain death. Maybe it's what we deserve. Jesus fucking Christ, Sasha, tell me, do you want to live? Not like this. This is the only way we can both make it. What? Hiding like rats? Is that how you want it to be? That doesn't matter. Do you want to live or not? Yes, goddammit, of course! Well, rats survive. Listen to the rat and to live. Fuck! Tell me what to do. <sighs> thank you. There's nothing to thank. Of course. Here's what we'll do. his hands and feet. Then Varvara took him in their arms. They were bigger and taller than I remembered them, but it somehow felt right. Like they were finally growing into the infinite space they seemed to contain. I trailed behind them as we walked to the airlock. What else was there to do? The damage had been done already. I'd hidden Varvara from my superiors for too long. Van Vizen was barely breathing. And soon enough, he would stop. I told myself the airlock was a mercy. It was strange, but the guilt and the anger soon died down. I was afraid, of course, but there was something other crawling around in my stomach. A special sort of excitement. I now believe it was anticipation. Like my body knew better than I did what was to come. We got to the airlock without crossing paths with anybody, and I thought we might get away with our crime. Foolish of me. Hurry up. The depressurization takes some time. It's the best I can do. Hands up.
Ah, uh, you. Commander, we can explain. I don't need to hear it. That corpse speaks loud and clear. I knew something was wrong with you from the start. No matter how much shit I gave Von Wissen for it. Jesus, I really should have listened to him. He listened to himself, and look where that got him. Forva, don't. What did you do to the poor man? It was self-defense. I swear, he, he had a knife and he was coming for Varvara, so they, they, they stopped him. They killed him. And you were going to help them cover it all up? Throwing his body out the airlock. God, you disgust me, Terrasova. Don't you talk to her like that. Oh, Terrasova, I'm starting to think you're a bit more than Buddy Buddy the monster in you. You don't understand anything, Commander. I think I understand perfectly. Commander, the engine is... What the hell is going on in here? Is that... Stay away, Cheparina. But what... Is that... Not now! What's with the engine? It's severely damaged, sir. It's like a flare hit it, but there haven't been any. We're going down fast. Oh, God. Oh, God, the wave, it, it must have spread throughout the station's structure. Oh, no. What wave? The burst of radiation I released that killed Von Visen. <sighs> Wish I could be surprised. Get off my ship right now! Put that gun down, Commander. It can't do anything against me. Can't do something to her, though. No! <laughs> You have until I get to five to fuck off on that airlock, or I blow her brains out! Sir, we are falling into the star. We need to do something. Not now, Jeffrey. One! No, I need her! We're going to die, and this will all be for nothing. Just leave it! If that monster stays, it will pick us all up one by one anyway! Three! Let her go! You're the one, Sasha. What? I remember now. My last mission. I ended up alone. Everyone else died. The star interfered with their brains and took them. And the ones that remained killed each other. I ended up alone when Kepler-254 went supernova. I got caught in the flare, but I didn't die. It took me in. It chose me. And now, through me, it is choosing you. Why? Because you're special somehow. But I'm nobody. 
I'm cold and selfish and a coward. Maybe for Earth, but not for me. Not for us. The star chose you, and I know now that you belong here, at the edge of the universe, with me. No, I don't. I don't deserve this. Sasha, worth doesn't matter. Not here. All that matters is desire. And I want you. I want you too. Then will you let me embrace you? Yes. I'm ready. This will hurt. I'm sorry. It will be worth it. Oh, Sasha. You look beautiful. So sorry. Don't worry. I, I want this. Please. All right. I won't ever have to. You are not alone. Anthologies is a trans anthology podcast distributed by the Listless Network and produced by Alex Abrahams and Zoe Davis. Supernova Red was written by Cash Edbias, directed by Zoe Davis and Cash Edbias, and edited by Alex Abrahams with music composed by Mira Newman. In today's episode, you heard the voices of Cash Edbias as Sasha Tarasova, Emily Laris as Varvara, Joel Guillen as Captain Ozeroff, Cry MJ as Lieutenant Van Vizen, and Moira Juliet Scott as Dr. Tipperina. If you enjoyed this episode, 
Make sure you tune in tomorrow for another delightfully trans story. But until then, remember, be gay to crime, but in the lawless void of space. Howdy, Zoe here, one of the producers for Tranthologies. Just wanted to pop in and let you know that our crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo is still ongoing throughout our season two run. So if you liked an episode, please consider leaving us a tip or not. I'm not your mom or your dad or your parent. All right, bye.